All right, y'all. So in today's episode, we're talking about blending our lives as Mr. and Mrs. Scott. Uh, you know, each person, they bring their own like sets of values and expectations for marriage. And, you know, my family had their way of doing stuff. Q's family had her their way of doing stuff. But, you know, today we're talking about realizing that our spouse isn't abnormal but they just had a different experience, right? Right? So, anyways, Q, uh, we're going to start off a little bit different today, right? Yes, we are. Okay, so, tell me something. Um, today, we're going to um, let you guys in on a little bit of a secret because we've been trying to figure out a way to identify you guys instead of just saying you guys. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Um, we decided that we needed to give you guys a name. I know I just said that. So, we came up with the inner circle, okay? Mm. The inner circle because being a part of this group requires great trust. So, if you hear us say the inner circle... You guys are the inner circle. We're talking about y'all. Yeah, we're talking about Mm y'all. So today we're going to start the podcast off by reading an email from a listener in our inner circle. Yes. Okay, so here's the email. It says, before I ask my question, I just wanted to tell you both that I thoroughly enjoy your podcast. I love both of your point of view on things. Keep up the great work and podcast. Okay, question. Did your upbringing cause conflict or miscommunication in your relationship? Relationship? Relationship slash marriage. For example, my husband was raised wealthy and I was raised in a poor house. I felt for many years I was never good enough and felt sometimes I was being treated uneducated because of my upbringing. Thank you for your time in answering my question. So, all right, so basically... She grew up poor. He grew up wealthy. She mm-hmm. wanted to know if um, upbringing causes conflict or miscommunication in a marriage. I'm going to say it can. Mm-hmm. Definitely can um, because you have two different thought processes. You know what I'm saying? Like, so your experience growing up poor, you realize, like, you know, maybe let's just break it down. I, when. I grew up, I would probably say I was poor and Trey was, Trey was probably a little more wealthy because he had two parents. I had a single parent. So everything I wanted to do in my life came from a place of struggle. So mm. when our lights got cut off, I knew how to go back and cut them back on. Same with the water. For Trey, I knew it was a little bit different. And if the lights and the water got cut off, he might just go pay the bill. Or, you know, find a way to pay the bill. Mm. And so it kind of causes some conflict. So what do you think, Trey? Uh, I mean, so it, it for sure, like the question for sure, it definitely will. It definitely can. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of hard because unless which it looks like she understands that, you know, they came from yeah. two different like. But I think her, her biggest thing, if I can you know, yeah, through the lines yeah. I hear is that like, she probably doesn't care that he was wealthy. She was poor. Mm-hmm. I think it was more the fact that I'm constantly being reminded that I was poor. Like, you know what I'm saying? On her side. Yeah. So I, can, yeah. I feel like maybe she feels like, you know, I'm cool with who I am, but the constant reminder is just drawing a line between me and your family. And it's hard to mesh families when that happens oh yeah i mean we look those um those make some of the interesting movies right Mm -hmm. like when they have those movies where it's two different families like that and they're coming together you know those and it's because it shows like the greatest contrast where Mm -hmm. just like in your example you might be used to a certain way to be able to get something done Mm -hmm. versus the other family look we'll pay to get it like done so like more resourceful, right? You know, right, things, right. It's right? a better so, way to think of it. Not, yeah, yeah. Um, and but the, I, and the thing is, I'm pretty sure that the husband knew that he was marrying her, mm-hmm. um, and, that was what I was gonna and say. knew that he was marrying, you know, who he was marrying. Right. So, it, 
at ultimately, you know, it's it's all right. Mm-hmm. Like, but what were you about to say? I think it's it's really as much as your spouse makes it because here's mm-hmm. the thing: if Trey, if if I was poor, I mean, look, if I'm gonna say I was poor because I came, I grew up in a single parent household. And Trey was in a, you know, two parent household. I would say I was poor. So if his mom was constantly talking down on me mm-hmm. and Trey never said anything, I would be very upset with Trey mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. because, you know, you're my husband at this point. You're supposed to be taking care of me. And regardless of the fact that that's your mother, you need to tell her, like, this is who I love, it's who I want to be with. You're going to have to get with the program and stop acting like she's you know, beneath us. Right. Because and, she's a part of the family now. Yeah. And, and so like, even on that side, like parents, sometimes they have good intentions, mm-hmm. right. But they just don't, it, it doesn't come off that way. So it could very well be a situation where, you know, parents, they just want the best for their children. Mm-hmm. But on the other side of that, you got to realize like, okay, this is another human being as well. Right. So how about instead of prejudging or, you know, making light of her growing up situation, how about I try and find out if I can get to know her right. or him right. and then make that decision off of that? Because what you'll find out is, oh, we have a whole lot in common. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we grew up on different sides, but, oh, we love this same movie together mm-hmm. or, you know, just so many other little things outside of money right. that I'm pretty sure is what draw, you know, draw him and his wife and her wife together because it was more than just the money Mm -hmm. aspect. So we see, I mean, you know, that's happening every day, everywhere, but uh, for sure, I could see how parents could make that hard, you know, make that a harder decision. Yeah. And I don't have kids. I mean, we don't have kids. No, no. But I, I just... I hope that one day when I have kids, I don't disqualify their spouse based on where they grew up. Yeah. And and it's, you know, after a certain amount of time, I could see how maybe that would be easy to um, do. Like if you grew up poor mm-hmm. and then you over time built wealth and, uh, you know, establish yourself and then you actually forgot that you came from poverty as well. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. I could I could just remember what I went through yeah. and who I was right. when I was trying to make it and grow right. up and then see like, oh, you know, let me give this person a chance mm-hmm. instead of trying to dog them out of the door. Right. Because it, they're not in the same status, you yeah. know. But which, the thing that I mean, she said that if I felt for many years I was never good enough and felt sometimes I was being treated uneducated because of my upbringing mm-hmm. and. I mean, you just never know what resources somebody has available to them just because you qualify them as growing up poor. Yeah. You know, just because you live in a poor neighborhood doesn't mean that you're dumb, that you're below this. I mean, the school you might go to might be below the standard. But I mean, They're you up. might have a parent who was a scholar mm-hmm. or you could have access to access to a library right. or, you know, what I'm saying like. There's always outliers. You could be a genius. Yeah, there's always outliers. You know what I'm saying? And then Mm -hmm. another thing that I like to, because people always make this distinction when you go to a certain school. They're like, oh my God, you went to that college? I'm like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I could have been the valedictorian at that school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you never know. Just because you go and you live in a certain area, it doesn't, well, I know in society it does, but like, you know, when you think about it, when it boils down to somebody's actual personality, and the qualities that they have, you never know the gem that you can find, you know what I'm saying, yeah. like in a bad area. Yeah, because here's the thing. If you didn't know what the diamond looked like, you would pass it off. The That's raw right. diamond, you would pass that off as a rock. Yeah. Throw it away. Mm-hmm. But someone who can see past the dirt rocks that it's all, you know, it's all in the rocks and all in the dirt. Someone who can see past that and realize, wait. I think I can do something with this. Yeah. That's when you can turn that into the princess cut, you know. Right. The, you know what I mean? Like right. I the think, perfect diamond type deal. But, and, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think uh, you might be. So it's probably hard if family treats you differently. Yeah. But if your spouse treats you like, you know, like you're supposed to be mm-hmm. treated, I think that's all that really matters. For and sure. the fact that he, you know, he 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 still married you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He still married you. So um I wouldn't just hold it against him. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, because so yeah, just like you said, if 
you're talking about the the spouse, um, then maybe you know you could talk. But if it's the family, like it, the husband knew who he was marrying and knew um, the type of person that you were, and so by him define his family, or, you know, if he had to do that, but by him doing going ahead and marrying you, that shows you what he was actually. Um, you know, looking for mm-hmm. and looking at. Yeah. It was more than just the um, the social aspect, the money aspect of things, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. All righty. Well, thank you so much for sending in this email. Really appreciate that. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, I mean our, the topic of our episode today is our new normal. And, I mean, that's a perfect example of the way that you have to mess your, your lives. Right. You know, you're two totally different people coming from two totally different places and you got to figure it out. So if you'd like to send us a question or a comment, you can send us an email to hdyloveme at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 682-231-0848. All notes will be kept anonymous. Okay. Unless you add your name. Right. And if if you can, if you don't mind, it would also be helpful if you could add your gender and age so that we can give you age appro- an age appropriate response. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. Yes. So thank you to our um, inner circle for sending in this email. We really appreciate it. Yes. And I hope you guys don't mind us calling you our inner circle. Um, I looked up the definition of inner circle and it basically just means the people who are connected to the people in the middle. So yeah, we're in the middle. Y'all are the group, inner circle. Core family right yeah, there. Yeah. So, all right. What's going on? It's Trey and Q at the How Do You Love Me podcast. We're taking a second to give a shout out to our sponsor. Audible. All right. Who wants to read books, kids? Ah, uh, yeah. You yeah. are awesome. Ooh, yeah. I love Ooh, reading me, books. Me. Right, listen, let's be real. Most people do not want to read no books. Uh, but what if there was a way for you to get the info out of the book without actually reading it? Say less, I got you. It's called Audible. It has practically every book known to man in the Audible form. And on top of that, the narrators are awesome and they're from around the world and they read it all to you. I've been using them for years now and I retain a lot of the book, not to mention how easily I read 14 to 20 books a year. Wow. If you're trying to grow your book game, this is how you do it. Audible has partnered with How Do You Love Me podcast to give you one free book. And if you're like, look, I love the book, but Audible's not for me. They're going to let you keep the book. So it's a win-win situation. All you have to do is go to hdylmbook.com. That's hdylmbook.com. Let's get back to the show. So, Trey, how full is your cup this week? Uh, my cup is it's pretty full. I'd say about... 80%. 80%? Yeah, yeah. Anything in particular that happened this week? Uh, I passed a test. I passed the test um, for school and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, got that done, you know. So, yeah, it's pretty good. That's that good. was something that happened this week. Yeah, it's positive. Yeah, that's what we're keeping it right now. How about you, Q? What you got? Um, How my you feel? cup, I'm going to say my cup is... About 75% full, so not completely full. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to complain. Um, y'all, this coronavirus is eating us up. Okay? People are getting it left and right. Mm-hmm. But we we over here at the How Do You Love Me podcast, we are fortunate enough not to have had it. Um, you know, we thank yes. God for that. Yes. Because people are getting it, even people who aren't out. So I'm thanking God for that. So my cup is about 75% full, and I'm not going to complain. That's it right there. So, well, we're uh, done with that. So let's uh, let's jump to a few topics that we have, a few questions rather, and uh, get out of here. Yeah. But uh, so first one here, it says you finally drunk. Uh, sorry, you finally jumped the broom and said I do. But now what? <laughs> do you build your life the way your parents did? 
What do you feel about that one, Q? Um, I feel like um, regardless of how you want to, you will unknowingly and unconsciously try to do it the way that your parents mm-hmm. did. At least I know that's what I did. That's I real. mean, I just assumed everyone around me grew up the same way I did because we lived in the same neighborhood. I mean, did you do the same thing? Yeah. Um, and I think that even if my parents had a great relationship, you still have to figure out how marriage works for the two of you. That's you it. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just like we kind of talked about those expectations we discussed in episode three, where we brought into our relationship and they didn't really fit. That's a prime example. I, I thought Trey was gonna, you know, mm-hmm. fix my car every day or, you know what I'm saying? Um, those expectations don't fit. So you got to kind of figure out a way to make it work for you. Be mindful of the things that you do and you say to your spouse because they kind of reflect the upbringing you have at the beginning. Cause you're like, if she would say something like that to me mm-hmm. and I'm, you know, we just got married. I wonder what her mama was saying to her, you know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Or, or whoever. Yeah. You are a reflection of your relationship. So if you do something outrageous, people will shake their heads and group the two of you together. Right. Big facts. Yeah. If I walk out of here with a mini skirt on, I got my butt cheeks hanging out, you know, um, my hair ain't combed. Mm-hmm. People are gonna say, "Whoo, Trey and Kiana looked at mess yesterday." For real. They ain't gonna say Kiana. They gonna say Trey. Trey too. Trey was in that. So, um, then remember, y'all are supposed to be one. So when you're divided, trouble may be ahead. Remember, y'all remember that clip of uh, Kanye and Kim when Kim came in there and she was kind of trying to show Kanye what she wanted to wear, and he was like, "What?" Like, I think he had said something like he wanted her to change her clothes. Oh, I do. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of um, like an example of what I'm trying to say with the whole clothes thing. Mm Because Kanye is making a change in his life. And that just wasn't matching. It wasn't wasn't matching matching the change that he was trying to that he's trying to go through. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, you kind of got to be together and on one accord because y'all are now a unit. And. So I'm just trying to drive home the fact that like y'all came from two different places. Y'all are gonna have some bumps because mm-hmm. you did things one way, he did things another way. So now that y'all are together, you need to kind of mesh your your ideas together to become one so that y'all aren't out here looking like a misfit unit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Trey? Do you um do you think you or did did you build your life the way your parents did? No. Um, so I think you literally uh like you like you were saying, you know, you have to build your own road. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, it, it doesn't matter what kind of so it doesn't matter what kind of relationship your parents had or re- what kind of relationship you saw, it still might not work out the way that you had it planned, all you know, like that mm-hmm. because y'all are both two different people and y'all aren't even them. So like even the people that you're modeling off of, maybe you're still not them as well. So you just have to realize like buckle down. We got to build our own road. Mm -hmm. It literally will have your last name on that road. And y'all got to build that thing, you know? Um, So what one thing for sure is you have to, uh, for me personally, I, I like, I love like seeing what does work mm-hmm. in different people's lives. It doesn't matter who it is. Um, and trying to, you know, pick and piece yeah. those great things from them and put it in our stuff, you know, build it through us. Um, it doesn't always work, but at least you're trying, like, you yeah. know, you're not just going off of, well, this is the way it was. So this is how it's going to be for me. And you see it a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's how some people get caught in certain traps where, you know, well, I saw this is how my dad always got his his wife to be in line, oh, beat her oh, across yeah. the head. So I just that's what Trey, I'm going to do. I just got Trey to watch the color purple all the way through. <laughs> so that's why he's bringing up this reference because you told uh, Sophie, I mean, you told Harpo to beat me. Man, she wasn't having it. Nah, she wasn't having it. She's straight. Sorry, y'all. I just had to interject that. in there because that's why that reference came. Yeah, I had. I literally had never watched that whole movie all like at once. It would. It was always like little pieces. Yeah. So basically, I was able to 
uh, finagle my way through every conversation about the color purple because I knew all the the major mm-hmm. lines. You but know he didn't mean? know enough. I knew a lot of it. Yeah, he he knew the big pieces, but he exactly. didn't know the little pieces, yeah. I, which was evident for me. So I was like, nah, boy, you better sit in here and watch this movie because Color what do Purple we, is... What do we watch that on? Is that on Netflix now? Or no, what, it's, what on, uh, it's on Hulu. Oh, okay, Hulu's okay. doing a pretty good job yeah, of they are. bringing they... up some black movies. Yeah, yeah. They, like, we they sat there and watched that. We watched The Green Mile. Mm-hmm. I watched Soul Food on there. I, mean, I was like, okay, Hulu, because mm-hmm. Hulu normally is just good, well, for me, Hulu's normally good for, like, those binge-watching TV, binge watching TV oh, shows. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Big so, time. for them to put on some good black movies, I was here for cool. it. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Off on a little tangent. Just a little bit. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. Um, okay, so, y'all, I found an article titled the amazing things that happen when the honeymoon stage ends mm. so y'all know when you get married and you all cute and you know you and your husband got your shiny rings on <laughs> y'all go on the honeymoon and y'all come back now the real work begins right all right so in this article it pulled out 15 things um but i pulled out like six mm. so these are things that happen the amazing things that happen when the honeymoon's over. So it says you don't have you realize you don't have to be fancy twenty four seven. That's facts. That is facts. Because I did that before. You, I mean, when <laughs> when you're in the dating phase, it's like you you're not seeing them twenty four seven. So I only got to really look good when I'm about to be with you. Mm-hmm. You know, gotta suck it in for like an hour. And oh I lord, <laughs> I'm unbuttoning them pants. <laughs> Man. Letting it out. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, that is definitely one thing that you, you learn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The next one says you're forced to be around each other after a disagreement. Yeah. That's uh, every time. Yeah. You know, either, either you're going to um, make up and have a, you know, continue to have a great, great marriage, great life, great time. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to be sitting there looking at each other crazy. But I mean, inside you gonna yeah, exactly, or not, right? Some people choose to to leave, leave or do right. with all that, you know, do all that. But ultimately, what it's saying is, you can't just you know it have an argument and then both of y'all go to y'all house or right. you know family and be done. Y'all live in the same spot now, mm-hmm. so you better better do something about mm-hmm. that. Um, the next one says you joke about bodily functions. I what is that one? Really. I do it all the time. Well, not that I joke about it, but I'm I'm definitely more open. I might be like, babe, my stomach hurts so uh, bad. Gotcha. I got you. No, I, I, I was literally like, what what does it mean? But I see now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that. I mean, like That's for once sure. you get married, I don't know. It was before I got married, I think. Yeah. But like you just get so open about what comes out of you. You just I mean, like you know. I think that's just a part of aging. Yeah. <laughs> Cause you know, uh, old people, they sure don't care. They oh, don't yeah. care about. They to let you know everything. Yeah. Cause they don't care. Yeah, it's like we go back to being kids. Cause I know kids <laughs> will too. They're like, yeah. "Mommy, Big time. it was." And you're like, Whoa. "I really didn't need to know that." Did you flush? That's all <laughs> I want to know. Yeah. Did you flush? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, the next one says you complain to your spouse so much. Yeah, I mean, they're there. So, and that's actually it. Could be a good thing. Unless you're complaining to them about, about them, them. <laughs> that that might get a little, yeah, that might get a little um, much. But you know, if if you're able to have someone there, twenty four seven, that you can let out complaints to mm-hmm. about work and all right. this other stuff, that could also be a very good thing as well. Yeah, because I'm like, if you can't talk to your spouse, who can you talk to? Mm-hmm. I know I come home and I just let it all out to Trey. Who I'm like, can you run to? Yeah, just let him know, like. Like Kevin Hart said, she what she told you to take it off the fax machine. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I'm I be yeah. That's how I talk when I get home. But look, I'm here for it. Yeah, he just listens, and then it's it's over. Cause after I've talked about it, yeah, it's over. Yeah, and I love it. You know, you know what's funny? Um, she taught me this a couple of years ago. <laughs> Let me tell y'all. I thought, like, cause I'm a mentally, I'm a problem solver. Like that's just where my mind goes. But, you know, one day she just taught me, like, look, sometimes I just want to talk to you uh, about it. <laughs> I, I don't want to. I literally don't want a solution. Yeah. I just want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So um, that that taught me that. Right. And actually, 
it kind of, you know, it lets some some steam off me. Now I just know, oh, I just got to listen. Mm-hmm. So you ain't got to do no oh, work. And I'm a great listener, y'all. Mm-hmm. He'll listen oh, to yeah. stuff. I don't even realize I didn't say You come back and ask me a quick quiz me on something. I say, I'm like, I didn't say that. <laughs> Apparently I did. Uh, how do I know? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, last one says, they've seen you ugly cry. Mm. If it's only very few people who get to see that most of the time. And mm-hmm. yes, the spouse, they do get to see yeah, that. Because uh, I'll tell you one thing. Well, we've been married six years. Mm-hmm. I have never, I don't know how I got away with this, but I had never really experienced a death, like a close this death. That's true. Um, so, you know, I, I, everybody around me has lost like grandmother, mm-hmm. aunts, cousins. I had not lost anyone close to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I didn't know what it felt like to, to lose someone until I lost Mr. Roach. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was hard for me because he meant a lot to me. Right. So when I lost him, I remember I was like, why is he in here? I, you know, I was saying my goodbyes to him yeah. or whatever. And, you know, I'm in there crying. And, I, you know, I, I look around and Trey's standing right over there in the corner. I'm like, yeah, cause I, I was right here. Look, I was waiting on my turn to cry. <laughs> Like, I mean, I'm serious. That that guy, he really meant a lot. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, yeah, that I was right behind you because I'm like, look, I'm next when you finish. Yeah. So <laughs> but, that, anyways, yeah. I think that kind of exposes you. I mean, not exposes you, but it's kind of like a vulnerable. It like, is. It, yeah, it's, it's, You're like yeah. really vulnerable when yeah. you cry, yeah. especially like an ugly cry, not just like, a you know, yeah. a few tears or whatever. But that was like. You know, mm-hmm. it was a thing. It was like, it kind of let me know, like, all right, I know we've been through some stuff, but he's actually here for me. Like, this was big for me. He's lost people before. This is my first one. So he was there to walk me through it. So mm-hmm. sorry, I didn't mean to make this sad or whatever. But oh, no, no, we good. We <laughs> yeah. good, right? Yeah, we good. Yeah. So what are some things you have to unlearn from your childhood, Trey? Um that you have to unlearn from your childhood. Yeah. Like maybe I like, like I thought I, well, from what I interpret, then you can let me know if I'm Mm -hmm. on the right track. But I thought that, you know, everything would go like my way, you know? Um, but then, yeah, but then you, then you realize like you have another person there that literally has an opinion and thoughts that you have to, uh, consider like, you know, and everything as well as your spouse. Um, so yeah. Uh, because you have to realize like I, yes, I have a younger brother that I grew up with, but I was 10 years older than him. Mm -hmm. So technically it was still my way or the highway. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you don't like it. You can leave, (laughs) go to your room and play the game or whatever, you know? So, um, but in a marriage, you know, being married, I can't do that. Right. So, um, and then even when you're working with close friends and, uh, like work coworkers, you can't do like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like if it's something that y'all are working on, you, you gotta, right. You everybody gotta has to work on it. Like yeah. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see that. Is that the kind of where you was going? With yeah. That basically, okay. That okay. was what I wanted to okay. know. Like, what did you have to unlearn? I had to unlearn a lot of things. That was just a few of y'all. I'm just saying, but yeah. So, uh, I just, keep it simple so i was raised by an independent single mother hey mama um i admire my mama so much and i wanted to be independent like her so i thought i would carry those things into my marriage Mm -hmm. i wanted to keep acting like i didn't need it i didn't need a man to do anything for me you know what i'm saying because Mm -hmm. i kind of built that up um somewhere in i don't know how that even happened but somewhere in high school i got in my head like i don't need anybody if Mm -hmm. i want it I'll work for it and I'll get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't need anybody to do it for me. But um, I found myself struggling with allowing Trey to open doors for me because I had done this most of my life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I want to go somewhere, I just open the door and I walk in. Um, and I know yeah. that was a big thing for Trey because I think I had said something to him like, why don't you ever open my door? Well, every time I oh, come over yeah. and open your door, you're already getting out. That is fact. <laughs> You know, it's only so many times you can go over there, like, you know, you get out the car and then you walking around, the door's already opening. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, they're already getting out. And then I'm like, well, uh, 
I guess I don't need to do this, mm-hmm. you know, for, you know, for her. So then I don't know where it came from, but I do remember yeah. you, you, you asked and I'm like, well, it's yeah. already Well, because open. I started, I, I was like seeing everybody else get yeah. their door open. And, you know, it's kind of funny because I was with your mama one time, mm-hmm. you know, she was riding my car with me. And I got out of the car. And she was like, "You want to come and open my door?" I said, "Girl, no, you better joking. get out of this car." I know car. she was joking. <laughs> you better get out of this car. I know she was playing. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, she was. Well, cause yeah. you know she's so used to it. Yeah. I'm like, girl, you better get out. Yeah. True. Ain't none of that around here. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Yeah, I still kind of struggle with it. The only time mm-hmm. I ever think about it is when I'm I'm dressed up. You know, I got some heels. I'm like, I need this door open. <laughs> <laughs> but when I got on tennis shoes and stuff, I just pop that door right on open. It's, it's just a hard habit for me to break because I've been doing it all my life. Mm-hmm. And my brother didn't open the doors for us. I mean, he probably would have. I've seen him open it for his girlfriend, but mm-hmm. it just wasn't something that yeah, happened. And, that, and for me, I had to learn that that was okay, right? Like, it was okay for me not to have to do it every time mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, that wasn't a big problem. Because, like you said... Um, you didn't grow up seeing it young, like from your brother mm-hmm. or anything. But at a certain age, I don't remember when, then my dad started having yeah. me open my mom's door. Right. You know what I mean? I guess to get in the habit of doing it. But again, I had to also learn that it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay. We're going to have a remix whenever cool. we have kids. And then we'll act like we've always been doing this. <laughs> what do you mean? Get over here, open my door, little TJ or whatever or this your name is. is. A, yeah, look, this is how you're doing it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, another thing I struggled with was holding my tongue. So I was quick to take a jab at you when we were arguing, especially if I was losing, which I know I've already told y'all. But, man, Trey is a master arguer. I don't even know if that's the way you say it. Oh, but he knows how to make you angry enough to feel like you're losing. He ain't even talking loud. And so I would just hit him, <laughs> hit him real hard with something and throw him off. And next thing you know, we we talking about this for the next 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. But at least I got you off my back with that. <laughs> yeah, this is facts. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, yeah, another thing. So, uh, I think you've probably known this for a while, but I'm afraid of the dark. Yes. And this yes, this uh, has been a long-time thing. Like, I remember being afraid of the dark as a kid. I am terrified of bugs, and I know, or at least this is my theory. I don't know if this is true, but bugs come out at night in the dark, <laughs> okay? And so... That's just what you equate. That's what I equate, okay? And so I had this experience where it was super quiet in my room, and I heard something making some noise, and it was a bug crawling on the wall, Mm. right? So from then on, I slept with the TV on. because I needed to be able to see, if I woke up in the middle of the night, if there was something crawling around Mm -hmm. in my room. Mm -hmm. And then I also have to have music. Like, I have to have the TV on, but I also need the sound mm. because I will wake up out of my sleep if it's silent. Yeah. I've seen that a couple of times. Yeah. I had it, no clue. It's pretty bad. I wish I could stop doing that, but it's just something that my mind does. And if, if I, I mean, it just, it'll keep me up. Like I wake up at midnight and here's the TVs off. Turning it on. Yeah, we're turning it on, but yeah. then I'm up. Mm. I'm up now. So an adjustment for Trey, I'm sure definitely has been sleeping with the TV on. Oh, yeah. Big time because y'all, you gotta realize, and here's the thing: it's also not a big deal either. Like I grew up wanting to be able to <laughs> sleep with the TV on. My parents were not having that. Like, look, your bedtime, like early on, my bedtime was nine o'clock. I needed to have the TV off. Like I couldn't sleep all night with the TV on. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how much electricity Man, the TV they, running uses, they but make it seemed like look, they wouldn't have it. Yeah, they, <laughs> it was they a make whole you know worth what pay. you know what it sound like. Uh, everybody hates Chris oh, Dad, yeah. uh, Terry Crews on there. <laughs> but that was thirty nine cent worth of <laughs> worth the electricity. <laughs> no, but yeah, literally I couldn't. So uh, there, I mean, there were nights where I would forget, and yeah, I would get a little in trouble for that. Right, mm-hmm. so I grew up like. No, if, if if I need it till I go to sleep, you better set that timer um, so that it'll turn off by itself. So, yeah, when I married her, I'm used to turning the TV off. You're like, no, nah, I need that. 
Yeah. Which, again, like I said, wasn't a big problem because once I'm asleep, I'm done. I'm down for the count until until my alarm is going off. Or until so, somebody says his name. Yes. Now, you say my name, I'm up, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm ready to go. He's up, and he sits all the way up. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, like I was in the military or yeah. something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God. Not having it. At but, attention in the bed. Yeah. Just, yeah, um, but that, yeah, it definitely was... Um, something to adjust to but it wasn't that bad for me because like i said what, i always wanted to do that anyway what about the fan because i know that's definitely something it, different it, it was but so the direct fan which we um we fixed by having it how do you say it? isolating oscillating Not isolating oscillating yeah, is that think, how you said i think that's right I, I knew it was one of them but yeah we fixed that for me by having it oscillating um but yeah i did not i, I direct um air and fan that always messed up my nose and uh unfortunately i also grew up in a house where yeah i couldn't have the tv on all night but they also had it extremely cold <laughs> so i was a little okay with that as like you know what i mean like i was already used to dealing with it did i think it was gonna be different when i got married yes <laughs> i was like oh i'm in my own spot now i can have it on 74 75 mm. nope. all day no still the same but i got quilts i got blankets i got a blanket that my wife made me you know because she know i'm out here freezing as well so Mm -hmm. i'm good i'm still good but yes that was that was also an adjustment you had to make yeah you know Mm -hmm. so um so next one we had here uh you know what's something that you started to do because your because of your spouse's influence right for me definitely going to church mm-hmm, y'all mm-hmm. know i didn't grow up in the church so it was a pretty big adjustment for me to have to start going because i knew that trey went to church like mm-hmm. two and three times a week About you know two. we kind of laughed at him like man you going to church again yeah for so, real so <laughs> i mean because and i grew up thinking going on sundays was too much okay? right i was like dang you gotta go to church oh my god we're gonna be there all day big facts so it was a big adjustment for me but knowing so let's let's just say um the way that i got introduced to the church was the big deciding factor for me so i just trey had invited me to a program at their church and I went out there and everybody was so, you know, welcoming and so warm towards me. And then I just saw like, it was totally different from other churches that I've been to, y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, it was just felt like a family environment. And I was definitely missing that in my life. So I decided to do- join the church, like right after high school, we graduated high school mm-hmm. that summer. I think it was like June 25th or something like that. Yeah, I know the date. <laughs> Dang. Dang. Uh, yeah, so I decided to join the church. But I really do feel like that was like a really big step for me. But it was also something that I also, like, I know that you influenced me to do it, mm-hmm. but I don't regret doing it. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like the church and getting to know God and having a, a relationship with him has really, like, changed my life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see things in a different light. I have a better understanding of the way that you know, things are supposed to go. And I feel like had I not gone to church with you that day, I mean, I don't know if we'd actually be together. Cause I think you told me if I didn't join the church, you wouldn't go be with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like I, I can't remember what episode I said in, but yeah, I probably more than likely. Yeah. Yes, I did. I yeah. did say that because that was, that was one of those things I would have known, um, that you probably weren't what, I was asking God for it, right? Because, mm-hmm. again, I didn't necessarily ask for God for uh, a woman that was in the church, but I wanted them to be open to being in church. Mm-hmm. So, if, yeah, if you would have been like, nah, bump that, I then I would have known. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, I, then I would have known, like, this might not be it right here, mm-hmm. you know. But, um, yeah, for, for me, um, like, what what have I influenced you to do, Trey? Oh, watching you know rom coms. Hey, yeah, rom coms. My favorite. And you know what's crazy? I think they might be like because I already love comedies anyway. Mm-hmm. I think they might actually be one some of my top favorite movies hey. now. Uh, you know, so yeah, uh, definitely rom coms. Um, 
and then like playing more board games and stuff. Yeah, I didn't play a lot of I didn't play a lot of games growing up. Uh, again, I told y'all my brother was ten years younger than me. So you know, when I was ten, he was zero, right? So you know, so uh, you know, but being able to play a lot of board games, um, that is definitely something else as well. But uh, which is good because guess what? People love games. So mm-hmm. when we're with people, I'm able to kick some butt too. Yeah, he thinks he does, but this is true. She ki- she's a beast at uh, phase ten, man, so don't play her in that unless you want to lose. I like playing games. I mean, I f- I don't know when I was growing up, Friday nights or Saturday nights, depending on what we had going on, we got together as a family, like all my mom's cousins. Mm-hmm. We would get together on Friday nights and play card games, and for me, that was like you know a happy time for me. It's it, it you know basically stood out to me Mm -hmm. as like this is what you do when you want to have family time yeah and it's i mean it makes sense too and it's i mean it's fun it's fun yeah so what kind of influences um do you think can negatively affect your marriage tree like outside influences yeah yeah i mean you know friends family like literally uh, you know, TV, mm-hmm. social media, mm-hmm. right? All like it literally, if you want to be real, anything can, Okay, you know, um, the wrong advertisements. Yeah. Just yeah. like anything can literally change the course of your marriage just by one slight um, like suggestion, mm-hmm. you know, from the wrong person. Cause the wrong, like the wrong friend says the wrong thing. You could be having a divorce. Right. Just off of that, um, and it might not have been the best, you know, the best deal, but it definitely negatively influenced the marriage because it's not a marriage anymore, you know. So, right, I'd say a lot of those things for sure. I think, I mean, I agree with you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I think that the thing that really makes them stand out because it's not all friends, not no. all. No. family not all tv that will do it for you but if they contradict the things that you believe for your marriage mm-hmm. then they can yeah. and if they if they actually have um influence for you so let's say my mom had you know i i love my mom so much and what if she came over here and she was like trey's terrible mm-hmm. you know he, he all he does is wear hats and watches and glasses yeah. i don't understand why you think he looks nice mm-hmm. when he takes all that off he's ugly you know <laughs> yeah. what i'm saying i'm like dang my mama right yeah she would know what a good man looks like yeah because i'm mama. gonna leave him yeah but that's exactly how these people can negatively influence you if they have enough like power yeah and you know what i'm saying yeah, like that makes if sense. they have enough power and they contradict the things that you actually believe for your marriage mm-hmm. then they can they can actually cause you to break up Big time. Yeah. I mean, that literally can change uh, everything. So uh, another one we had here was like, Q, do you believe that uh, like a person's childhood affects their own relationships with people, like with other people? I do. Um, Because the things that we experience as kids they actually influence the people that we become as adults. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, I think a life as like one of those books, like uh, what would you do books, you know, where you read a page and it's like, you know, you get to a point and then it's like, if you would like to, you know, go down this path, yeah. go to page 26. Love those. If you want to go down whatever path, go to page 30. Love That's how I books. think of life. You know what I'm saying? So if you're, if something happened in your childhood, that was like traumatic, you know, whatever that situation where it happened, it's going to show up a little later if you don't, you know, address it, mm-hmm. you know, properly address it. So I definitely think it can affect your relationship because that might be a sore spot for you that you don't even realize is a sore spot for you. So, right. Yeah. Your childhood definitely affects your no, relationship. I mean, that was so good. I'm not even going to answer. What? Like, cause I mean, it my answer is literally your answer mm-hmm. like seriously like you know Shout i'm, I'm with you me. yeah i'm with you on that well all right trey do you have any logic for us today man you know it's crazy 
<laughs> like I was supposed to think of something and find something and I forgot. But um, your answer that you just gave, it did remind me of uh, a story. And I'm like, it might it, it it's possible that it could go here. I'm pretty sure it could help someone. But okay. so anyways, I, I'll just go with that because I literally like <laughs> I'm like, dang, I didn't get nothing. But um, basically, there's a story of two brothers, right? Two brothers that had a father who was just outright, just the total opposite of good, right? Mm-hmm. He he did everything bad on the son, drank, smoked, all of it, went to jail, spent a lot of time in jail. And the two sons grew up in that same household. So they saw the father. They saw him doing all of that stuff. They saw him uh, go through what he went through. Now, with that. One son grew up, did the total opposite. So that son, he went in, he went, got his education. He went, got a great job. He never smoked. He never drank. He did pretty much everything by the book as good as he could. Mm -hmm. Right. The other son, the brother, he followed in the same in the, the father's same footsteps. So he did everything the father did. Went to jail for a long time. The same time as the father. They both in there together. Mm. All of that, right? Now, the because the brother became so successful in what he did, news reporters came. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to ask him. Because, you know, they dig up everything. Right. News reporters, they, gonna, they trying to find something. So they found out about his brother and his dad. Mm-hmm. So they asked him in the interview, Hey, why did you turn out like this? when your brother and your father were doing all this crazy stuff and being all like this, right? But before I tell y'all his answer, they asked his brother the same thing. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) right? Now, the brother, his answer to that question, you know, with your dad, he was like this, but you have a successful brother. Why did y'all turn out so different? He said, because I was my father. I was just, you know, my father. He was like that. So I had to be like that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's all I saw. Now, when they got back to the brother, right, the other brother, he said. To that answer to that question, Mm -hmm. he said, hey, my brother, my brother and my father. Well, let's just say the father, my father, he did all this stuff. I didn't want to be like that. Mm -hmm. Right. So you had two brothers that grew up in the same home, had the same opportunities but they chose two different paths one they chose that path the the you know the son that did everything great he chose that path because he saw what it did to his father the other son the brother he chose to do exactly what that uh father did because he said he had no other choice Mm -hmm. because that was his father now here's the thing the biggest part is they both had a choice right the the successful son, he could have done the same thing his father did and his brother did, mm-hmm. or he could have did what he did. Same for the other brother. So the whole thing with that one is, and to try and tie it into, you know, what we're talking about now, you do have, you have choices, right? So you can choose to say that, well, I'll never get married because uh, I didn't see any marriages, you know, in my family growing up work out Mm -hmm. so what's the point or you can say well i didn't see any uh, marriages in my family work out but i know i can make this work by doing some things that they didn't do or by doing some things that they did right you know that were good so and and same thing with relationships and friends you know i'm solo dolo no friends no nobody else because why because you saw uh, your dad dog out every friend he had or you know mother whatever try and be different try and do something different the the whole thing is though you have choices right and so with that you know your new norm as a married couple if you are a new couple you have choices to do things that the way that the bible says do things the way that um that you see right versus whatever you saw growing up you know, mm-hmm. like, um, yeah. but anyways, I, I'll, I'll go with that. That's, I know it's kind of long y'all, but again, I didn't have anything planned. So. Man, that was good. Oh, I wish that, you would have told us the story about the ketchup. 
about the ketchup you remember that why do we put ketchup on oh yeah that that's real good i saved that one for another one that is good you got to tell me off the the mic because i like that i got you i got you is it ketchup no it's not oh (laughs) but but you see how i did that y'all i'm not about to no yes ketchup then when we get off the mic Nah, it was actually it it was it was a ham. I know, right? But it's all good. Yeah, I was trying to get him to tell the story, y'all. My bad. All right, y'all. So that's it for today. Um, talking about our new normal. Yes. Y'all just find out what works for you. Um, I think that's what we've been saying this whole time. That there is no one size fits all with right. marriage. Definitely got to talk to your spouse so you can figure out what works for the both of you. That's the only way it's going to work. You can't do what your mom says, can't do what your sister says, can't do what your friend says. Because they're not married to them. That's right. So that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening to the How Do You Love Me podcast. Again, we'd love to hear from you about the topics you may want us to discuss or to get us um, to give you some advice. Mm-hmm. So again, you can DM us on Instagram at H-D-Y-L-M underscore podcast or leave us a voicemail at 682-231-0848. Okay, and then... What's up? That was a mouthful, sorry. All right. Oh, oh, <laughs> And oh. then, y'all, if you could, we would really appreciate it. Leave us a review on yeah. Apple Podcasts if you're on there. Please, if you're on there. We would really appreciate it. It really helps us grow our business. Yes, so, you know, you can hit the five stars... But it's really helpful if you can just leave, you know, what you think about us. Right. What do you think about the podcast? How does it how does it flow in your everyday life? Right. Let us know on the review. Yes. That would be great. So, yeah. With that being said, that's it. Mm-hmm. Let's go get in the bed. Big time. <laughs> All right, y'all. We'll catch y'all in the next one. Bye. Right, bye.